now it's time to play. Hi, and welcome back to Wild Dream, where we give you the freshest takes on the latest movies. My name is David. And my name's Daniel. <laughs> and this is part three of the Halloween Spooktacular. <laughs> Two months of horror. Two months of horror. And do I get it fast? Go ahead. This, we're getting right fucking into it. We went to go see a movie called It Lives Inside. Okay? And let me say something. Go ahead. I've been an AMC A-list member (laughs) for a long time now, folks. Long time now, folks. This is the first time I thought about getting a refund (laughs) for my membership. I want a refund. Exactly. I want a refund for my free ticket. I want a refund. Info. I want them to add that free ticket back to my three tickets a week limit. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Give me one more movie to see this week because this doesn't fucking count. This is this was one of the worst movies I have ever seen in my life. Um, I know I'm coming out hot. Okay, I know I'm coming out guns blazing. I'm bringing the heat. We haven't even started spoiler free. Haven't even started spoiler free talk. Okay, but you're never gonna guess what I'm gonna say. <laughs> spoiler free talk. You're never gonna guess how I feel about the movie. This movie was fucking terrible, and I'm so excited to talk about it. Now, it's funny because we are coming off of uh, one of the highest rated movies of the year so far for us. True. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, it was kind of one of the, So we're coming off of, of Haunting in Venice, and something that you said on Haunting in, uh, on the Venice episode was, I it's, can't tell if I like this movie or if it's just that we saw The Nun 2. And... It's just funny to bring that up because we thought The Nun 2 was just going to be bottom the bottom. And it could possibly still be for David. Again, we haven't talked about the movie yet, but holy fuck, guys. This is not, this is not, uh, look, we need to re-record our bottom five horror episode so I can add this to the list. Honestly, yeah, we, we, at this point, we're probably going to have to, (laughs) with the way that horror is going these days. Let me, here's one of the things I thought while watching the movie was some and this is something me and Dave have talked about is the maybe the idea of doing an episode in the future where maybe we re-review um, or rescore I should say like kind of mini review rescore some of our old episodes right right because again things change the more you sit on it that that's the kind of antithesis of this pod is to give fresh yeah. reactions plus all you know movies kind of shift every other movie. And uh, exactly um, like the median has changed exactly which is a perfect segue to what I was going to say because this movie I was like you know what Barbarian was really not that bad like, <laughs> I, <was> just, like, <laughs> I swear to God I swear to God I was like Barbarian's oh, at least a four I, I can't believe I gave it a three it's at least a four oh my God um, yeah I am so frustrated right now that I spent a Friday night uh, look if we didn't have the podcast I would have walked out of this movie. I, I brought it up to Dave. I was like, yeah, this was the second time uh, <laughs> during the Halloween spectacular that I said, we haven't said what, epi- what movie we're doing. We can, yeah. 
We have an out. We can just leave. No one knows we're doing this movie. No one knows. We can do that. We can we can dip. And Dave even was like, maybe Shutter. Maybe go find someone Shutter. Like it was a legit. I think if we went to Shutter TV, where they just play a random movie from Shutter, we have like a ninety eight percent chance of finding a better. Movie. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Most <laughs> definitely. Most definitely. Hey Shutter, sponsors. Sponsors. So anyways, sponsors. I I I I digress. Okay okay. Uh, that should be a horror movie. I digress. Ooh. It would honestly be a better title than this <laughs> fucking movie. Um, spoiler free. Let's go ahead and get into spoiler free talk since I kind of already took us there. Nah, yeah, it's totally fine. <laughs> this movie, it lives inside. I mean, I died inside watching it. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Daniel is not wrong. This is this movie is is horrifically bad. It it got to a certain point where I was like. I feel like this movie is trying to get the lowest score in Wild Dream history. Like they, like if the <laughs> if the creators of this movie like listen to the pod, like they are trying to find everything we hate about every bad movie. That is so and true. To try and make sure that they hit every single fucking mark of everything we hate. And uh, and you're right. We not just not things, just me. Yeah. Not just me. Because I like one of the we'll first We'll talk about it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We're, we're going to get into it. Yeah. And so one of the things I kind of want to preface about this movie uh, which you can you, still get you pregnant. You can still get pregnant from preface <laughs> is that about a week ago About a week ago, week ago. Fuck with us and then we tweaking, oh, tweaking, oh. Daniel asked me. He was like, "Hey, how how are you feeling about uh next week's movie?" Like, how, how are you? Are you excited about it? Have you looked anything up about it? Whatever. I said, my fear right now is that the movie trailer made me think that this movie was going to have the smile plot, the smile plot. If you don't know what we're talking about, see, talk to me episode, see the smile episode. Yes, and we say the smile plot not because Smile was the first one to do it, but because it was the most popular horror movie that year, like blew up the box office. It was the first movie we reviewed that has this plot right, structure, right. so that's a big part. That's why we call it the smile plot. But the, yeah, the, we call it that just just so you know. We're not. We're, I don't want anyone to think like you know more movies do it. No, that's the point. It's it's a ugh, just beaten the over the head since What's the, the dawn point of time of calling it the the ring plot. <laughs> yeah, right, right. As opposed to all of the other fucking movies that do it. Right, which if you want to give a brief description. Well, no, you said listen to the talk to me. Listen to those episodes. Listen to, right. yeah. If, you re- if you're that desperate, I'll tell you. <laughs> I'll tell you, okay? Here's the very simplified version. Paranormal uh, thing happens to someone. They <gasps> die from it. <gasps> happens to the main character. Main character investigates. They learn everything there is to ever know about this paranormal entity. They think they can defeat it by this new method, and then at the end of the movie, you, it's revealed that they did not win. There you go. That's how it always goes. So I told again, Daniel, if you're like, that sounds like every horror. That's right. exactly correct. correct. The point. Correct. You're like, that doesn't sound smart. That sounds like sounds like it follows. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. Exactly. Yep. It is. Yeah. It's possible to have good movies with the bad with the bad plot. Don't oh, get me yeah, wrong. Yeah. But, I mean, Sinister, my number one. Oh yeah. Is very close. I think that's a good point. Because, like, yeah, again, on paper, you can have a good movie that that does. I think The Ring actually did it really well. But that's why we call it the smile plot, because it's not someone doing something revolutionary new or anything like that. It's someone using a cookie cutter fucking copy paste plot structure into a new the new demon. Um, 
so that's why I told Daniel. I said, that's my fear. The trailer made me feel as though it was going to be like that. And then I was like, well, it's neon. You know, neon has got a pretty good reputation nowadays. I feel like neon is not quite at the point of like a 24, but they're getting there. They have a good reputation. Um, I think a 24 is probably more known for giving opportunities to young and new filmmakers while neon is more, um, giving more opportunities to international filmmakers and creating markets for them in, in America. Yeah. Which I really like. However, not everyone should be given money. (laughs) (laughs) Not everyone's got it. Not everyone's got the chops. And I feel like the the benefit of giving opportunities to international filmmakers is that you get to have these international filmmakers who do horror get to make something that's really incredible and is really original and creative and good horror while also giving them the production value to make it a you know, really viable film. Yeah. A legit studio movie. Yeah. Yeah. A legit studio movie. Boy, oh boy, did this movie disappoint. (laughs) All it did was disappoint because it was exactly, it was exactly what I thought it was going to be. It was exactly what I thought it was. It was, it, it was the smile plot to a fucking T. So, and, and then not only that, but it's like, do you guys remember, do you guys remember this? I know if you can like, let's draw back in your memories. You remember last week when I said, uh, the beginning of every horror movie is boring. Oh. And I was like, well, you know, like we, we like, here's what got cut from that episode. I'm just going to, I'm going to give wow. you guys a little insider behind the scenes, behind folks. the scenes. When I said that me and Daniel had a conversation for about five minutes about movies that are horror movies that don't start poorly. And I was like, I'm going to cut this because after listening to it, I was like, no, I'm not giving the 90% of horror movies that start boring as fuck the credit because five of them were good. Right. So I was like, no, fuck that. And I'm glad I did that. I'm glad I cut that out because God damn it. Does this movie prove my fucking point? Now I know Daniel does not want to talk more about this movie, but I have to ask you, you know, what, what did you think about the music? And more accurately, what did you think about the song, the one song in this movie? <laughs> that they kept playing? Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, because I, I have, a, I have a, a, a pitch in my head of what this music sounded like, and I, I want to know if you agree. But you go ahead first, and I'll, I'll tell you. The only thing I noticed with the soundtrack, not the... Because they play some, which they played a song at a party that Dave immediately said in the theater. If someone had this on the ox when I go to a party, they're getting that shit taken. They're away. getting that shit Ripped taken out of there. Yeah, um, which Fuck is, that. was so true. It was ass. But whenever it was early in the movie and we weren't exactly sure where the soundtrack was going, I was like, okay, it's like retro '80s. It follows esque. Like they're trying to do the it follows kind of vibe. Right. With the music, where it's a lot of synth. Uh, again, it, synth music can, like, think about Halloween, it's a lot of synth. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm right. talking about It Follows, shiny, glimmery synths, pop, very poppy synths. Yeah, kind of um, like Stranger Things, too. Yeah, but yeah, Stranger Things. So I thought I was going for that. And I was like, that's an, that's a, that would be a unique touch. Turns out, they only play really, like Dave said, one song, just at multiple points in the movie. Okay. I'm glad you said that because here's what it sounded like to me. (laughs) 
it sounded to me like somebody made an AI create a song with the prompt sound like an It Follows song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what it sounded like to me. Like, it didn't sound as good as the music in It Follows. It sounded like a song, one singular song that was made by AI based on feeding it songs from, from It Follows. That's a, yeah, and, that's a good point. And that's, here's yeah. what's, uh, yeah, because the, the, the melodies don't, yeah, there's no, there's no consistency. Nothing. There's, yeah. There's, <laughs> they're just sounds. It's and, barely and music. guys, listen, barely music. I'm not, I'm the furthest thing from, from a musician. I wish this was not true, but it absolutely is. Um, there is not a single good performance in this movie. There's not a single good performance in this movie. The, these teenagers do not feel like teenagers. They feel like people trying to be teenagers. They also don't feel like actors. They feel like teenagers pretending to be actors. Yeah. Like at the, like both simultaneously, simultaneously. I think it's partially because of the script, partially because of, of their acting and their just their limited capabilities. The mom and dad do not feel like a mom and dad. Zero chemistry. Zero chemistry whatsoever, which they really try to, to force it. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just every, everything was bad. Every, and, and, and like the, the boyfriend character is so horrific. <laughs> it's so horrific. And even he is only marginally worse than the main fucking character. Right, right, right. Like right. when they are in a scene together, it's not like a significant difference between their abilities. Like he is fucking absolute dog shit and she is like 1% better than he is. Yeah. Like it, not enough for me to want them in a scene together. <laughs> like n- neither of them is carrying the scene. They're both dragging it down. <laughs> the you know it's bad when like every scene that involves multiple characters it feels like they shot their scenes separately and were edited in. Bro, I I feel that. It I, was yeah, 100%. Yeah. So so bad. So bad. And you know, another thing that I just want to say here in spoiler free talk is one of the frustrating things about this movie is that there was potential here for the visuals, right? The movie starts out with a with great opening shots, you know, that are really good and spooky and well-paced. And then it's the color palette right off the bat, really good, right? I think the I thought the opening title sequence was really good. And like minimalistic and just like I was getting in the mood for a spooky movie. I was I was excited, like opening. But it's one of these things where what they did in this in the opening sequence was all they did. Yeah, they they did it a hundred million more times. They did a yeah, hundred yeah, million yeah. more times. And one of the things that was just bothering the fuck out of me, and I think it was bothering Daniel too. I know this is the digital push, man. Their digital push is the equivalent of last week's Dutch angle. Like, they, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, here's what I mean by this. So it's sometimes when people do movies, instead of putting a, a camera on a dolly or a track and then pushing the camera forward slowly, they will shoot a still shot um, in like 8K or whatever, and then they'll slowly zoom it in and post. And so this has this movie has a combination of both, but primarily the the former. I mean, it's a little bit easier to do, right? You can film in houses and things like things like that, and actual schools, like wherever you you are, and not have to worry about setting up fucking tracks and all that shit. But it's just like that they learned how to do that, and they were like, oh, we never have to move the camera again. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. the ca- the camera moves, man. Like if that if that is like one thing I could teach like young cinematographers and young filmmakers, it's the camera fucking moves. The camera moves. Like it's okay. 
Like if I shot a movie with no movement in it, you would be so uncomfortable immediately. And in this movie, instead of just moving the camera, instead of just moving the camera, they digitally push everything in slowly. You know, so it's yeah, a, yeah. so it's a perfect, and like that's how you can tell the 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 difference primarily, at least for me, is like it's a perfect push. You know what I'm saying? It's like it, like the t- the pacing of it, uh, it is looks ex- too, yeah, yeah. It's exactly the same. You are moving forward one pixel per second. You know, at yeah, the exact same yeah. rate the entire time. And the not only do they do this ten thousand times. But then Daniel pointed out that every fucking time they do it, it's on nothing. They're digitally pushing into nothing. Just something uninteresting and boring on screen, and they just digitally push into it. They're trying so hard to force some kind suspense. of tension or suspense that's not there. It's just not there. This, man, uh, yeah, I guess the last the last thing I'll say before we... Because I want to get more detailed in what I fucking hate about this movie. Yeah. The... <laughs> This felt like a CW original. This felt like... Made for TV. Made for TV. Uh, the worst Netflix original movie you've ever seen. This is like on par with that. Um, um, yeah. So let's go ahead and let's let's get into it because we, we need to tell you why. We, we need, need to tell you why. You need Stick to around. If you look, need to know why. And guess what? Don't even worry about going to go see this one. We're not, no. we're not going to tell you everything that happens in this movie. We're not going to go through this whole movie chronologically. Okay? So don't even don't even worry about that. <laughs> don't even worry about going to go see the movie. Yeah. And, oh, what did I miss? You didn't fucking miss anything. That's you didn't thing. miss anything. You could anything. see the movie and still you, yeah, you still would miss everything. Because there's nothing to, to catch. So... Like Dave said, don't worry about it. Listen to us. Come on, let let have some fun. Let us let us bitch a little bit. Let us bitch about this movie because uh, we're gonna. Um, yeah, to borrow to borrow from our friends at Watch Skip Plus. This is a hard skip, hard raging hard, raging hard. All cap all caps skip. S K I P. Stupid <laughs> dummy fake skip. Yeah. This is a this is a caked up on a Tuesday on a Tuesday <laughs> dump truck wheelbarrow. <laughs> what, sorry, wagon, wagon of a skip. This is an absolute unit of a skip. Okay? Absolute fucking unit of a skip. Uh, so let's get into spoiler talk. Daniel, what are you doing in the closet? I'm not here. I'm not I can here. see you right there. I'm not here. Turn the light back off. Turn the light back off. Okay. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> it Lives Inside is about an Indian American teenager who is struggling with her cultural identity, and she has a falling out with her former best friend, and in the process, she unwittingly releases a demonic entity that grows stronger by feeding on her loneliness. I knew this movie was going to want to prop themselves up as some kind of inclusive movie that, you know, was all about the experiences of somebody being a first generation immigrant and like, you know, that the the cultural differences and blah, 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 blah. OK, <laughs> but as a woke snowflake lived hard. <laughs> Can I just say this movie was offensive? <laughs> I was offended. This movie is not the best representation of Indian Americans. Uh, I don't think that this is a movie to be proud of. Now, 
I don't know how much of the story of this movie, of the monster of this movie being related to Hinduism is legitimate. You know what I'm saying? I don't mm-hmm. know if, you know, how real that part of that religion is. But here's something that I do want to bring up. You guys ever seen Midnight Mass? If you haven't, go check it out. It's very long. But <laughs> it's a TV show by one of the goats, Mike Flanagan, on Netflix. That show is a similar concept in that they are making a horror series out of actual religious context, right? So they take actual, like, Catholicism and, you know, take some elements of Catholicism that could be represented in a horror fashion and then, you know, they play tricks on your mind and make you think about, you know, what these things are and what they really mean and all these different things. And it's really, really good. It's really, really good. So I I can, I can understand the concept of there are elements of religions that are scary from the actual religious text that those religions are based off of. If you've read like, you know, the, the biblically accurate representations of angels and things like that, like they're terrifying. It's terrifying. You know, you read something like stories that have happened in different religious texts and they're terrifying stories. So I can understand why that's an intriguing concept. The twist, the twist on, on this is not well done. It's just not well done. The monster in this movie is not well done. And that's a big problem for scary movies. What are some great scary movies? You know, Hereditary, Sinister, Halloween, Friday the 13th, iconic for their monsters. Like, take those movies, remove the monster, how good is the movie? A lot less. So when you're creating a monster horror movie, and your primary focus is, uh, how well does this girl fit into high school? That's fucking boring. (laughs) It's fucking boring. It's boring. Remember when I said the movie started well? This is true. The movie opens with shots going through a house with people who are dead inside. On the floor, uh, you know, kind of gory, right? Like, oh, okay. A little PG, bit of, PG-13 gory. A little PG-13 gore, just some blood. This mm-hmm. movie lost a point before I even saw it for the rating, to be fair. That's that's kind of true. Um, for just for being PG-13, you mean? Yeah. I, I, I think we've said this on the pod. Every horror movie should be rated R. It should be. Yeah, yeah. Um, Again, you can make a good horror movie PG-13. I, I, I truly believe that. But but you shouldn't. It'd be better if it was R. <laughs> it'd be better if it was R. That's very true. So, that's very true. That's all I'm saying. The horror genre has two R's in it already. So that's, it's right there in the name. There you go. Horror. Horror. Three. There's three. As Dwight said, R is one of the most menacing sounds. Horror. That's it's called murder, not muck duck. Okay? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> horror. Not muck three G-13. Right. Fuck that. <laughs> Murder. As far as I'm concerned, if your movie is fucking PG-13, it's a thriller. It's and a thriller. Oh. You only get in one it's R, motherfucker. Good point. It's got a good point. If your horror movie is PG-13, it's a thriller. Yeah. <laughs> it's a thriller. It's Sorry. not a horror movie. Sorry. It may thrill me, but it's not going to terrify <laughs> me. Um, But yeah, the opening shot is pretty good, right? You have like this, this red, you know, lighting everywhere. This house that looks like kind of run down. Looks like something crazy happened. You have like this like threshold that they pass. So they pass through this threshold that, you know, is really symbolic and looks really good. And then you just see like, you know, somebody dead on the floor in this jar and it's 
they just start to disintegrate as if, you know, their body was just burning internally, essentially. I was like, okay. And then we cut to the main character. And she's a teenager. How do you know she's a teenager? Because she takes a selfie while brushing her teeth. (laughs) And she's looking at different filters on her phone. Dude, teenagers? Social media. Social media teenagers? People are so obsessed with technology. See, people are so obsessed with technology. Online dating. And frankly, it should be called inline dating because you should be in line for a mental institution. institution. Uh, Bruce Channing. Bruce Channing, the goat. The goat. (laughs) Another goat we mentioned on this episode. Yeah. Here's what's so, so good about movies like this. I I love this. I love how much time we spend just watching a, a teenage girl be in high school. It's so, it's so interesting and entertaining. This movie fucking sucks. <laughs> Look, guys, so, guys, guys. The, the, listen. It's the, a CW show. It's just a C. Yeah. It's just the, these people who had an Instagram that had kind of a following. And they're like, you want to be an actor in a movie? And they're like, sure. And I mean, it, it, guys, it's just the most stale, boring fucking performances I've ever seen in my life. They even so not the, a, the know, teacher character is like a main character in this. I, I was just about to bring this up. You said in, in our spoiler-free talk, there's not a single good performance in this movie, and I agree with you. The teacher in this movie is played by the same woman who gave a fantastic performance in Get Out. Right. We've seen this actor act behind, her ass off. Behind a phenomenal director. Yes. Act her ass Award-winning off. Award-winning director, if you will. <laughs> and now... <laughs> Same actress in a different movie, different director, different everything. Different script. That's important. Just. Right. Big fat. Now, also, she's a. Uh, so we're still setting up. So she's this girl's in high school and she's uh, different because everyone's white and she's Indian and she's so she doesn't fit in. But she's she's trying to kind of while also trying to respect her own morals and such. And she's not letting, you know, like white people are like, hey, say something in Hindu. And she's like, you mean Hindi? Girl, you can hand these nuts. That was rude <laughs> as fuck. But well, OK, can I, can I talk about a line that I absolutely hated? Because this was yeah. so fucking stupid. Uh, she the 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 boy interest. Um, he's like, hey, so there's this uh, kickback. No one calls it that. This kickback uh, next to the golf course and the. Do you want to come? And she's like, no, I have to get set up for the puja. puja. And he's like, what's puja? And she's like, so, and then she explains the story of puja. Here's why that bothered me. So, cause she's like, so once upon a time, uh, this God killed this other person and they slay them. And so like every year we celebrate their victory and blah, blah, blah. Since they slayed, we slay. Since they slayed, we slay. <laughs> Here's why that's annoying. Um, I used to work in the Jewish community, and um, they have lots and lots of holidays, and all of their holidays are celebrations of... Spe- there are specific stories that go along with their holidays. If I was a non-Jewish person, which I am, speaking to a Jewish person, and I was like, hey, do you want to go do this thing this week? And they're like, I ah, can't Rosh Hashanah. And I'm like, what's Rosh Hashanah? They'd say, it's a Jewish holiday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They would not explain to you the story of, you know what I'm saying? Like, true. hey, I can't, it's Purim. What's Purim? It's a Jewish holiday. They would not explain the whole fucking story of, of that too. Now, if you said, okay, tell me about Purim, then they'll, you know, yeah, gladly yeah. tell you. 
but just casually in a fucking public school. Like it was, that was so awkward. While so, the teacher was talking, by the way. While the teacher was talking. And so it's just like. That's bad. You're not supposed to talk while the teacher's talking. I know that. So that's part of why I thought like this movie was like cringe. It was like, okay, well, if you're trying to make this movie like the face of the Indian American community or whatever, like that's just like cringe. You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a little ham fisting the it is the cultural relevance of of their of their Hinduism. It is, and yeah, it's, it's also yeah, it's just it's just bad exposition. Something we talk about every goddamn episode. It feels like, but yeah, I mean, it, God, it, Edgar Wright needs to make another fucking movie. <laughs> he has the best exposition in, in, of all he, time. I really do think he's the goat. All the performances are bad, but the first one that really stuck out to me was the girl who has the jar. I was like, oh my god. <sighs> yeah, she's supposed to be like. The, the and I have a question. I have a, before you get started. Okay, this girl with the jar. We get we ha, we have a scene of her later where she's in an abandoned house trying to feed this thing in the jar. Okay. Okay. She's all alone in an abandoned house. Right. And she looks like she hasn't slept in f- f- weeks. Right. She doesn't talk. She just keeps tapping on the glass. The whole like she's fucked. She looks like she's on drugs. Like she's tweaked. She looks like shit. Why still go to school? Why are you still going to school? Just don't go to school. The same thing happens with the main character. This is what you don't understand about the Indian American community, Daniel. Their parents would never (laughs) let them. I'm just kidding. I mean, maybe that is the cop out. It's like, well, our parents are strict. It's a different culture. It's like. Look, man, just skip. Just I don't under, I don't know why it bothered me. I was like, why are you still going to school? It's just so that you can be here for the movie, right? So that people can interact. And not with, just that, know. but I, it's like it bothered me. Like the fact that this teacher is like pulling the other Indian student after class and like, hey, what's going on with her? Like, you if she's coming in looking like this frequently, you should have called someone way. Way ahead. Yes. Like you, you understand that you like <laughs> legally as a teachers, you are like legally required to report like potential in home issues. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like you have to call social, like you, yep. you're not allowed to not. So like you're seeing this girl come in every day, look tweaked out of her fucking mind. Looks like she's, you know, uh, not sleeping, just everything bad. It's like, you can't like you haven't this, this you're waiting till now to say something. I just don't, I don't I'm get saying, it. There's zero reason for her to be at school. Right. Just zero. And then let's talk about the fact that apparently this uh, lady's, this teacher's class is the only class in this entire fucking building. Dude, she's <laughs> no, she's the only class. Okay. It's this, this and gym class. That's the only two things. This and gym class. This and right. gym class, which by the way. Also not proven. They don't, they don't have to be at either one of these because they're fucking never in class except for this one moment. Yeah. And it's not even proven that gym class exists. We just know that they have gym clothes. We just know they have gym clothes and a locker room. And a locker room. So Right. So no, jury's still out. Jury's, jury's still, still out on gym class. We will be looking into this. We will be looking into this. We, so it, just everything about this is, is bad. And then we get the instances where she's talking to her family. And basically everything with her family is her mom being like, it would be nice if you spent more time with us. And she's like, shut the fuck up, you bitch. <laughs> Here, but here's what makes it worse. Here's, here's, here's one of my biggest complaints of the movie. And there are tons of them. The speed and the speed of delivery of lines mixed with the gap in responses is fucking insufferable. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, mom. Here we, here we go. You ready, yeah. Dan? Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. Let's do it. Hey, Daniel. Uh, do you want to go see the new movie coming out this weekend? You know, I can't go this weekend. I have that thing. Remember? 
No. I don't remember. <laughs> no. You never spend time with me. <sighs> Mom, you don't understand. Mom? You don't know how it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's how bad it was, guys. And, so and of course, they're slow. like, you know, they're switching back and forth uh, between uh, the different languages, too, which I, I appreciated that. But yeah, it was just it was the the pacing of the dialogue was so bad. This is part of what makes you could the, hear the chemistry like, so bad. You could hear the top left person in the theater like just placing a piece of popcorn in the mouth. Yeah, just dead. It sounds. was bad. Dead and, and it's also like it, th when you talk about the bad chemistry, I think this was a big component of that. Like it doesn't sound like two people having a conversation. It sounds like two people reading lines one after the other. Exactly. Like exactly. the performance on the fucking screen sounds like a table read. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Which is just terrible. So I laughed audibly multiple times in this movie because of line deliveries or line, the lack thereof line deliveries or the lack thereof. Yeah. What's going on? And just she just stares and just <laughs> and digital push on her face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Digital push, digital push, digital push. It's like, what the fuck, dude? And so, stale. so bad. And that's a big problem with this movie. So like when the main character has her interaction with the the crazy girl from the beginning, uh, this is when we get the line where she's like telling her about this jar. She's like, hey, those stories that we heard when we were kids, those were real. And uh, there's something that li that is in this jar. It lives inside. <laughs> and Daniel said, this poltergeist is poltergeisting all over the place. <laughs> like, we got to stop this poltergeist from poltergeisting. Man, Bagul is so sinister. Bagul is so sinister. Dude, I think Charlie inherited that trait in her it's a hereditary it's mom hereditary mom <laughs> michael myers is here must be halloween <laughs> too <laughs> must be halloween too revenge <laughs> uh yeah that's how it was so bad and uh <laughs> which that's when we said the line the the title of the movie sucks that's why it sucks is because of that um but yeah she's like Whatever, bitch. And she slaps that shit out of her hand. I still don't understand that, by the way. I don't I understand still, that. I thought that she got, like, possessed by the spirit for a split second, and it made her mean all of a sudden. But we know the spirit doesn't possess, so that's important. Exactly. So that did not happen. So I'm... Now I'm more perplexed than I, I was like, wait, what the fuck kind of heel turn was she, this? Yeah. She's like, listen, I need your help. I don't know what's going on here. And she's like, you're a fucking psycho. And then slaps the jar out of her hand and smashes it. I'm like, okay, we get it. You are a real see you next Tuesday because you want to fit in with the white kids so bad. Like, fuck off. Dude. So cringe. It's like, you, and then she's immediately to, remorseful. Yeah. Again, like, it just doesn't. It's like, do you want me to hate this character or not? <laughs> Make up your fucking mind. Because right now I hate the actress. <laughs> <laughs> right now I hate the actress. Because she sucks ass. She's not good at being mean. And she's not good at being sympathetic. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I can't, I can't side with her on either, you know, side of that line. So, uh, <laughs> she gets kidnapped by the demon. Uh, invisible ghost demon by the way love all the invisible ghost demon stuff that's so cool it, it looks good every time we told but, you it's not just Dave's it's not just Dave's gripes it's mine too and y'all know from all of our horror episodes invisible shit is one of my least favorite things ever in history it will never be scary ever it will never be scary even in but the this conjuring when the girl gets her hair like yanked up like even that yeah, yeah. like you, you take the conjuring Five seconds before that happens, you have a really good sequence when she, the little girl is like, there's someone in our room. And then it's like real quiet. And she's like, 
He's standing next to the door. He's staring right at you. Like that's that was good. Like that moment in that movie is really scary. That's how you do something scary when something's not there. The second her hair gets pulled up, I'm like, okay, this is a fucking joke. Yeah, <laughs> it's so fucking. It's stupid. just bad. And this movie does it, dude. A I, lot. The, the fact that this movie is and, so yeah. afraid of action, it. Oh, yeah. It is like, guys, I'm not fucking kidding with you. This movie refused to show any action. This movie, it was so afraid of violence. So afraid of violence. It was pissing me the fuck off. Like, I couldn't even laugh. Like, actually, that's a lie. I could laugh. I laughed a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I was laughing. I was laughing because here's how it goes every single time. Oh, something creepy starts to happen. Music starts to swell. The demon is seen or not seen. And then, crash. Cut to something boring. Boom. Cuts. Cut to something boring. Boom. Cut to something boring. Every single time this demon is about to attack someone or something is about to actually fucking happen, something is about to happen, (laughs) instead of nothing happening, it cuts away. It cuts away. It cuts away. To something not happening. It was infuriating. Infuriating. Guys, you're like, okay, well, you know, this is still the setup and we're, guys, this happened (laughs) until the fucking end of the movie. There was no, there was no I have to turn myself down. <laughs> Daniel, I'm clipping. <laughs> Daniel, you're clipping. Daniel, I mean, I'm da- clipping. Dan- David, I'm clipping. David clips. I'm clipping. <laughs> I'm clipping. <laughs> it, the whole movie, the whole movie is like this until the very fucking end. And it, and when we got to the end, I was like, you know what? I get why y'all did that. Because you're not good at this. <laughs> you're not good at action. When we're talking about like how fucking boring it is to watch this girl in high school, as soon as something is about to fucking happen, cut to she's back in high school. Cut to she's back to dinner with her fucking mom and not saying anything. Cut to whatever. Like it was it was pissing me off, bro. It was pissing me off. And at a certain point, I literally like I told like I turned to Daniel. I was like, all right, about to cut to something boring. And then literally it happened again. And then it cuts back to the the action sequence, you know, and I was like, bro, watch them cut back to the fucking boring shit again. And then they fucking did. It was honestly so like this is what I'm talking about. It's like when, when we say, OK, they did these things. They were bad. They didn't work very well. Well, maybe the movie can get better as it swells up to something more intense happening. That's how a lot of paranormal movies work, right? Like the first night, nothing happens, you know, and it starts to swell up. You look at like Insidious chapter one and two, you know, movies like that where it swells up into eventually, you know, people are dying quicker and the demon is seen more often and, you know, things actually start to happen. This movie doesn't do that. This movie just cuts away from the action back to the boring shit over and over and over and over again. And then they attempt to do, build suspense for the next potential action sequence by doing a slow push into absolutely fucking nothing, showing nothing. It's like, okay, the the invisible demon shit, bad and annoying. It's annoying and bad when you think about it from the perspective of having a demon pull somebody's hair or lift something in the air or whatever to push somebody without them being there. And it's just clearly... CGI or wires or whatever. It's just unnatural movements and all this other shit. That's annoying. That's bad. It doesn't look good. And it's, it's just not scary. You know, what's even less scary 
showing the empty space that the hidden demon is in. <laughs> it's also it's also innately goofy. It's innately yeah. goofy. Do you want it to be a horror movie or a comedy? Again, this is why I was like, you know what? Bar- Barbarian was really not that bad. Four out of ten. So like, I think I gave it a three. Yeah. It's a four. It's a four. So you and I, <laughs> we always like to say like, don't show the monster. Like that's kind of like our thing, right? Is we kind of like the monster to be. And here's what we mean by that. We don't actually mean never actually show the monster. Yeah. If there's a monster. Which, by the way, we'll get to the reveal of this, which right. makes this even worse. I, I promise. Right. But anyways. When we say don't show the monster, what we really mean by that is uh, do not explain the monster. That's what we really mean. Like, it's fine to literally show a monster. If your mo- movie is about a monster, fine. Show it. Right. In fact, better to show it than to not. It's the, oh, well, this monster, you know, the Pennywise is actually an Indian uh, prophecy. You know what I'm saying? Like, that bullshit. Yeah. That, like, that's what we're primarily talking about. And then sometimes what we're saying is, if your monster is CGI, <laughs> then keep your monster in the dark where uh-huh. CGI flaws are less seen. Mm-hmm. Well, this monster looked like shit in the dark. And they keep showing the monster as just a a set of eyes, a set of glowing eyes. And it's not, bro. And it it was kind of like, you remember uh, during The Nun when I was talking about how long it took for that door to open? And I was like, told Taylor, I was like, dude, please not a door. Yeah, not a door. That's what I was thinking during this movie. I was like, dude, please not eyes. No, not eyes. Not eyes in the closet. Dude, not eyes in the closet. Fuck. Oh, shit. I'm so scared of these eyes. And what really pissed me off is that the little silhouette that you get early on at least, and then even when it gets more revealed later, whatever, this silhouette, I was like, this is literally just the Boogeyman, the, the movie that just came out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The it exact like, same like, face. The exa- I'm sorry, it's the exact same fucking face. And not just, it's like, it's it's that along with like, it's not even scary. Be like, you know what I'm saying? Like the yeah, sil- yeah. And the silhouette, it's also so inconsistent. Is it a giant monster? It's like, you know, there's so many issues with this monster that it's like it's both don't show this monster and also you should probably show this monster when the, every moment they don't show it i'm like boring annoying bad every moment they do show it i'm like this is what y'all want to show us this is the monster you you put together so it's just like this movie can't win from that perspective like from that, those two complaints because this monster fucking sucks he sucks ass first of all not that good of a monster he's he's pretty, he's pretty soft you're not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that guy. <laughs> right. Uh, he can barely kill a teenager. <laughs> of course, they're like, well, he's not trying to kill the teenager. Okay, whatever. Lies. Uh, so convenient. Plot armor. So it, this monster sucks ass. And this whole movie is predicated on this monster. So it has the same problem that we have with the nun, right? Where in the nun, we said, if you're not afraid of the face of the nun, you're not afraid of this whole movie. Nothing in this movie is scary. If you're not afraid, so in, to your point, that means in this movie, if you are not afraid of Tyrannosaurus Rexes, uh, if you're not afraid if of- If you're not afraid of Reptile from Mortal Kombat. Reptile from Mortal Kombat. If you're not afraid- of amphibians, if you're, not, <laughs> if, you're not, if you're not afraid of little green ghouls, whatever, whatever. Yeah. I, I think I think another point I want to say to your to your uh, point as well is you're saying like what we mean by don't show the monster. A, a big part of that is imply the monster. Yes. Imply. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not literally can't see, but it's taking action and doing shit. No, imply the monster. 
because that's only it just it it makes it better. It makes it a better build up. It's scarier. Whereas this, yeah, this this movie, the first interaction where it gets out of the jar, it just pulls a bitch up by her hair, invisible style, and then does that a million more times, invisible, invisible, invisible. So implying the monster is big too. I think uh, obviously this the, the the actual CGI itself has aged pretty poorly as it should because this movie's old as fuck. But Cloverfield, the original Cloverfield, yeah, did so good at barely showing the monster. Yeah. That it is a monster movie. It's about a, mo- a Cloverfield monster, right? <laughs> whatever, and it you don't even actually ever see it. You don't actually ever really see it in full view, right? And like that's exactly what I'm talking about. There should be some mystery. There should be something freaky about the fact that you're like, wait, what? I can't tell what it is. It's kind of it's kind of unsettling, right? You can't win with this one. It's just bad design, bad like. Right. Oh, I, There's a lot of good examples of this, and I know that we all like. It feels like. Because we talk about this so often, I could find some. I can. I can see how somebody would listen to our podcast and go, "These guys just don't like anything." Right. You right. know what I'm saying? Because it I'm sure seems that's a like common. Right. We, I'm sure a lot of people think that. It, yeah, I'm just already, saying, like, like yeah. when it, especially when it comes to horror movies, like you would think just by some of our comments that we don't like any monster in any horror movie because we always say you showed it too much, you didn't show it enough, you explained it too much, you didn't explain it enough, like that kind of shit. Which again, I did have that complaint at the beginning of this movie because they kept trying to do spooky shit without explaining anything whatsoever, and I was like, I'm not even a little bit scared right now. Right. There are ways to show the monster and make it good. There are ways to not show the monster and make it good. This movie doesn't do either of those things well. The moments it doesn't show the monster are boring. The moments it does show the monster are bad because the CGI is bad. The design is bad. The actions of the monster are bad. The actions of the characters relating to the monsters are bad. This character, here's one of the things that's so fucking annoying about this whole movie. This character starts the movie with her former best friend getting kidnapped and no one knows where she is. She does not fucking tell a single goddamn person what happened to her friend. Until, like, it's way too fucking late. You idiot. You stupid bitch. Like, uh, your mom is like, what happened? And you're like, uh, 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 uh. your dad's like, come on, just tell us what happened. I'm, I'm, I'm the good cop. I'm good parent, bad, good parent, bad parent. And she's like, uh, uh, uh. and then, so like, she, she does this for the whole movie. She, she does this for the whole movie. The only two fucking people she tells about this are the teacher and her little boyfriend. The only two fucking non-Hindu people that she knows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where the issue in this movie is that the thing that is haunting them is a Hindu-based monster. And she doesn't tell her mom or her dad about it. Why? Why the, why the, why is that? Why? Like, (laughs) like, okay. Like, if like, if I I was being haunted by a, by a queso based monster, queso based, and I went to my Colorado friends, (laughs) wouldn't that make me a fucking idiot? (laughs) I love the diss on Colorado, uh, quote unquote, queso, queso fundido bullshit. Listen. If you were listening to this podcast and you're not from the South in America and you think that queso is just melted cheese, you are the reason that that joke exists. (laughs) (laughs) You are the reason why that you are the exact wrong person for me to ask. And I I know my Texas friends will absolutely back that up. 
Yeah, but but you get my point. I you get, get my your point. point. It's like she's talking. She's, to, she's going yeah. to her her boyfriend and her teacher, who are not Hindu, to ask them about yeah. the Hindu monster instead of her fucking parents, who are Hindu. Right. Like I, I'm going I to my Colorado friends. I'm going, guys. This barbecue doesn't taste good. What should I do? Right. They're like, wait, what? <laughs> What's barbecue? <laughs> they're like, we'll just add more sauce. Wait, like, I'm like, God yeah. Damn they're it. like, wait, barbecue? Like the sauce? No. <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta go. That, that's how dumb this character is, and and she does this for the the whole movie. Um, and she, it's a classic horror movie trope. It is like take away the 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 nuances of it, but it's a classic horror trope to be like, hmm, the most insane shit in the entire world just happened to me and has shifted my whole consciousness and being. I'm going to be keep quiet about it. <laughs> I'm not going to ask anyone about this. I'm not going to tell all. anyone. I'm not going to tell anyone. I'm not going to ask anyone about it. I'm just going to keep it to myself. And here's what's so great about this <laughs> is that, well, you're like, well, why, why would she do that? Well, I'll tell you why. Um, Because instead of making logical decisions, they make plot based decisions. And then when you get to the very end of the movie and she finally talks to her mom about it for the first fucking time, uh, she's like, wait, the the books that I'm reading says they're going to die in seven days. That was seven days ago she was taken. I was like, great. So glad you waited all fucking week to tell the only Hindu people. you." And by the way, can can I say this as well? Her, her little boyfriend is like, I don't really know what you're talking about, but I'll help you because I'm horny. And then her teacher's like, listen, you sound fucking crazy. And I think you should see a psychologist. Her mom is like, yeah, that's real. I believe you. <laughs> immediately. This whole time. This immediately. Whole time. This, whole, this whole time. You could have been like, hey, yeah. mom, you know that yeah. thing? She'd be like, oh, fuck. He did. Oh, shit. Here we go again. Yeah. Her, her mom was like, I know this fucking guy. <laughs> oh, she's smoking a cigarette. This uh, motherfucker's back, huh? Well, if you but, want to tussle, then let's tussle. But Shiva, I haven't heard that name in years. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. yeah, it's like, and yeah, and not only that, but then she's like, oh, wait. Here's how you fight it. Yeah, you believe me? She's like, yeah. And she's like, well, look at this notebook. And she's like, oh, yeah, I recognize all this. Okay, so this is a prayer for oh, peace. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dude, okay. <laughs> like, she is, okay. <laughs> the people who died, the people who died in the beginning of the movie, the, the part of the smile structure. <laughs> These people were, were Hindu people, and they were part of, the, like, the community that her mom is in, right? Yeah. And uh, the the kid who was, tr- you know, dealing with the fucking demon had a notebook where he wrote everything down. He drew pictures of it and everything. He wrote everything in fucking Hindu, and she doesn't ask the only people who can fucking read this. So dumb. Until the end of the movie. Until the end of the movie. Now- you idiot. You stupid bitch. Yes. That 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 drop is the theme of the fucking movie. Okay? David told me before we got started today on recording, he said, "Get the you stupid bitch ready," because <laughs> she is such a dumb bitch. <laughs> now, now let me tell you something else that drove us absolutely crazy. Because do you remember when I said a little bit earlier? I said, <laughs> I said this movie is trying to get the lowest score <laughs> in Wild Dream history. They're trying. Yeah, they're still playing. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> the only thing more boring uh-huh. than an action sequence that's about to happen and then cuts away is an action sequence that did not happen. <laughs> because it was dream a sequence, a, a dream sequence, a dream sequence, sequence, that dream sequence. And this movie has not one, but two. Extremely obvious dream sequences. Oh, extremely obvious. And guess what? They are the longest held action sequences of the movie. 
so the bad. The only sequences in which, which I know what you're thinking. Don't dream sequences normally cut away to the person go, <gasps> <laughs> yes, they do. So <laughs> in this movie, the actual action that takes place cuts away as soon as the action is about to take place. The dream sequences have action about to take place with an extremely slow buildup for a very long time until nothing happens and then she wakes up. And these dream sequences involve visuals as bad, if not worse, than uh, Malignant, one of the worst movies I've ever seen. <laughs> because it, it really, tell me that second dream sequence with that girl like crawling backwards. I was like, this is just fucking Malignant. It did, kind of, yeah, I didn't even think about it in the moment, but yeah, it did yep. look like Malignant. And it was a little bit more off-putting and like a little, like I appreciated the movement in this movie of the character more right. than I did Malignant. But and right. I, I yeah, would appreciate right. it. I would have appreciated it a lot more if I wasn't like. And then she wakes up. And then she wakes up. And then she wakes yeah. up. And then she, and then guess what? She fucking woke up. That's crazy. <gasps> <gasps> Insane. Like I, and I don't even do. I don't even remember what happened in the fucking first dream sequence. But I was like, are we, is this a fucking joke? Wild dream. What? Well, We've got dream sequences. We've got invisible people floating, making people float and hurting them. You can't even see what's going on. We've got bad music. We've got bad music. Bad performances. Bad, bad dialogue. Acting. Bad dialogue. Bad exposition at points. Um, we have a monster whose power levels are significantly <laughs> changed for the convenience of the of moment. The, yeah. Uh-huh. Sometimes they are a, an all-powerful being that can teleport and be anywhere at any time and reveal themselves to people when they want and not when they want and when they don't want to. And then other times it's just a, like a guy, a person with the strength of a person. Mm-hmm. So you're like, so that's, that's so many things that we've complained about on this podcast for the many times. <laughs> I know, right? Don't worry. Like, yeah, yeah. There, Don't worry because- There's no way that there's more things. It's funny you should mention that. There are. And uh, uh, can I go ahead and bring one up since we're just kind of hitting steam in a flow state? Go ahead. We also have characters talking out loud to themselves. Oh my God. Another guys, one. Guys, Another guys, one. guys, 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 guys. This was so bad. This was so bad. Me and Daniel. How bad was it? (laughs) It was so bad that me and Daniel couldn't even joke about it. Here's what I mean by this. So she's reading this notebook for the first time in, in her school's Jim, with while school's not in taking place, how the fuck did you get in <laughs> Again, there? Again, not a real school. Not a real school. <laughs> it's not a real school. It's not a real school. There's one teacher. There's, there's four one students. Teacher, four <laughs> students. There's one male student, by the way. But the school itself, it's, it's always open. Is massive. It's massive. <laughs> but it's there's no one. In always there. open. It's <laughs> always open for anyone to go in at any time, including the teachers. Teachers including are there the at teachers. like 9 p.m. But yeah, no, no. So <laughs> this this character. She's reading this thing, and she opens it up, and she's like, what the? I can't read that. I'm like, don't you speak? Okay, whatever. And she, like, flips to the next page, and it's like, but Shiva. (laughs) And then she flips to another page. She's like, what is that? And me, they're like, is this a joke? And then, like, and then she, she Googles, like, she Googles it, and she's like, oh, the keeper, the... Demon hidden in a th- and I'm like why okay like this it was everything that she looked at looked at and did she said out loud then she turns the page and it's just a bunch of sevens and threes 
And Daniel goes, seven, three, seven, <laughs> seven, three, seven, 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 three, three, seven. And then the girl goes, seven? What? <laughs> I was like, no fucking way. And then she goes and she searches that. And it's like, you know, the thing says like, you know, seven is the, you know, the number of chakras or whatever. Yeah. It's like some kind of, yeah, some kind of religious context and behind goes, the number seven. And then I was like, seven chakras. And then she goes. The seven chakras. I'm like, no way, no way. I was joking, and then we I, were jo- we I, were uh, trying to joke about how excessive it was, <laughs> and then she just did it in so bad. continuously in excess. God, this movie is fucking terrible. And, and she continues it's to do terrible. this. She continues to do this throughout the whole fucking movie. And again, she is alone. She's alone. I can't like I got so I got so frustrated I just kept whispering little asides like she she goes to a party and I'm and and there's a fire and I'm just like oh a fire (laughs) like I just now I'm just like fuck it I'm just gonna speak out loud like she does every time oh a guy I hope he likes me (laughs) right (laughs) like yeah man it's it's terrible fuck you just go and just say everything out loud so then here's another thing oh another one we're going way out of order here way out of order here. And it kind of piggybacks off of that. And it's a combo of two different things. It is showing what we've already seen in the movie. Oh, nice. And characters saying what they've realized out loud for no reason. Uh-huh. Which happens a lot in horror movies, too. Because in the end sequence... Eureka! Which we'll talk more... <laughs> we'll, we'll talk, I think, more in depth about the end sequence because of how bad it was. But, yeah, like, towards the... Like, at the end of the movie... She's like remembering all the things that she's learned throughout the movie. She's like, is like realizing this. Now, here's the thing. This movie starts out with something that's extremely obvious. This monster can be held captive in a vessel. That's extremely obvious. It lives inside. It lives inside. Name of the movie. The (sighs) character is told at the beginning of the movie, it lives inside. Uh, the character that has the creature at the beginning of the movie has it inside of a vessel. Uh, she reads in the book that you can trap the monster into these things. She learns this multiple times, yeah. like throughout the whole movie. And it's like the main thing. So when the mom tells her like, okay, this is how you defeat this demon. Well, you do these couple of things, whatever. And then you trap it in a vessel. At the end of the movie, while she is in the middle of fighting it, she goes, and she like looks like left and right, like she's like trying to remember something, <laughs> and it flashes all of the times that this has happened in the movie. And she goes, "A vessel. <laughs> I have to trap it in a vessel." <laughs> yeah, yeah, bitch, that was the whole point. <laughs> Mid. That was the only yeah. thing you were ever trying to do. Mid monster fight, a vessel. A vessel. I had to trap it in a vessel. This is this happened in the nun too. This is the wine. Right. This is the, the eyes. <laughs> the eyes. Like it's it was so suck, man. It was so bad. This was <laughs> you showed everything that happened in the movie for the character to realize that they have to do the only thing they've ever been told to do to defeat this monster. The only thing you know about this monster is that it has to be trapped in a fucking vessel and you're just now remembering that you're just now realizing this in the middle of the fight? What was your plan? You came to the monster with a jar. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, 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 bad. Let's take a, we're going to take a little commercial break here. Guys, <laughs> we're going to take a little, we're going to take a pause, a little commercial break. I have been told by a couple of people, and Mo teases us about this too. 
uh, a couple of listeners who support us. We all thank you guys for always supporting us. And I've heard from some of them. Do you guys even like movies? You guys shit on everything. I just want to say, I truly do believe deep down in my heart. I do believe that streaming has lowered everyone, the, the general population's I think it has actually lowered their standards for movies. I think a lot of people well, forget. I think the pandemic too. Yeah, that's which is like streaming times a million because right. it's all we had. So that's right. what I, that's what I'm saying. That that was definitely a massive shift. The and you can you can if you don't if you think that's cap if you think like I'm I'm overblowing it that's fine. But I genuinely do believe it. I think that people forgot how good how good movies used to be able to be. And I think that people have been just overrun with just quantity over quality. Here's another project. Here's another project to the point where people were like, a new movie will come out. And they're like, wait, it's not on streaming. And I'm like, and used to never be. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, I I hear that all the time. They're like, wait, that's not on streaming yet. When's that going to be on streaming? I'm like, I'm like, what what has happened to us? I genuinely do. I think some of my friends would have thought. Movies that they were like, it was not that bad. I think that they like four years ago, they would be like, that sucked ass. I really do. Right. I think something happened. And, and uh, so, but I, and, and I know I sound like a fucking conspiracy theorist, but I'm like, but not me, <laughs> not me. And it didn't we get me. We stayed woke. Yeah. It didn't get me. I'm not trying to sound elitist. I'm trying to, I'm begging, I'm begging you to see where I'm coming from and to see why why I feel the need to always keep that standard. I don't want to let that standard fall because of the way that media has shifted. I don't think that we need, we saw a fucking Bob Marley biopic trailer. I don't think we need 50 more biopics to come out for me to finally lower my standard and go, okay, fine. These movies aren't bad. No, I refuse. I refuse. I don't care what the media shift is. I don't care what the trends are and what it shifts. No, no. I still think movies should be good. I still think they should be good. I'm sorry. I think you're bringing up a good point. And here's something that we used to say early on in this podcast. And if you are new here, you need to be reminded this. Okay. You come to Wild Dream for us to tell you if the movie was good or not. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what you thought. <laughs> That's why you're here. <laughs> we are here to tell you whether or not this movie was good. And we are telling you it was not good. And if you went to go see this movie and you thought, oh, this movie was pretty good. I hope you listen to this and go, damn, they're right. Because we do that too. All the time. All the time. We will go see a movie. We'll think that wasn't that bad. We start talking about it. We're like, damn, that movie kind of sucked. Yeah. Another thing that's important to bring up is I know that when we did our top five, bottom five, a lot of our movies in our top five were not even close to present year. <laughs> they were from several years ago. Yeah. Um, but there's also a reason for that. It's because movies like this make money. And, and that's just the bottom line of it. Smile because Stone Cold did, said so. Did, did <laughs> Smile did Buku numbers? Oh my God! Yeah. So that's why this cookie cutter ass movie will always get made. Yes, it sounds like we oh we fucking hate this shit. Whatever. Me and Daniel during the spooky season combined probably watched five thousand horror movies, <laughs> and every day, 
every day we will be like, hey, did you hear about this new one on this thing? Oh, you heard about this one on this new thing? I'm trying to check this one. We're just adding all these movies to our list. Like we had a freaking like, you know, double feature the other night. We did. You know, and we like and and even like I, I watched a scary movie on a camping trip and I came back and I was like, Daniel, you have to go watch this movie. And then he went to go watch. It. It's like we are doing this off the pod nonstop. So if you think that we don't like any horror movies, you're wrong. We do. We do. And we will have an episode during the Spooktacular where we talk about some of these movies. But until then, we're going to keep shitting on this movie. That was your locally sponsored programming. Thank you for taking a break with us. We're going to throw you guys right back to these two grumpy heads. Uh, Daniel and David, take it from here. Now, <laughs> here's what I, I want to talk about next. I want to talk about... Um, the to me the worst scene in the movie oh um and that is the scene of the uh, main character and her little boyfriend at the abandoned home where her family friends died at the beginning of the movie i know what you're thinking her the the abandoned home where her family friends died that's a great place to have a romantic scene. <laughs> That's where I would want to make out. That's where I would want to make out is in the backyard on a rusty swing set for children outside of an abandoned house that's haunted by a demon uh, where your family friends got murdered brutally. That's where I would want to make out with the guy who needs to put chapstick on because okay, his bottom bro. lip is rotting. <laughs> hey, bro, this kid... <laughs> They 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 yeah. hold him. They hold this. They guy. hold him. They shot this man in 4K, <laughs> close up, with a peeling skin on his lips. <laughs> Looked horrible. Looked. I, I couldn't take my eyes off it. I could not take my eyes off. It was so egregious. And um, then he goes to kiss the girl. I'm like, Ugh. so yeah. Th- these these two young kids who have absolutely no chemistry whatsoever. <laughs> Absolutely no chemistry whatsoever. The dialogue is absolutely horrible. I remember in the theater listening to it and thinking, and like, I just like took my eyes off the screen. I was just like, they they wrote this, <laughs> they rehearsed this, <laughs> they did a table read, they shot this scene a couple of times, they took this scene into an editing bay, <laughs> they watched all the takes, and they thought. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Why? Why? All right, set up next shot. We 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 got it. We got that one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this whole movie, I'm just like I. And then, oh, and then what? he 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 goes in and he kisses her without consent, by the way. And then fine. Then he asks for consent after. Hey, can I can I kiss you again? Yeah. She's like, but he doesn't waste yeah. any time because he kisses her, takes his rotting bottom lip. Puts a joint in between it, Smoke takes it. a puff, <laughs> blows it into her face. <laughs> blows it right into her fucking face. He's like, is this against Hindu? <laughs> you know, whatever, right. probably some racist shit. And then he's like, can I kiss you again now that I have tar in my fucking lungs? <laughs> and my mouth tastes like shit now. And she's like, yeah. <laughs> and then cut to she's smoking weed. <laughs> oh my God. Foreshadowing. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! And well, then actually good. she wait. She hears a noise. Oh, cut to shot of the house with the door. Uh, and oh, what does it do? Digital zoom in. Digital push into into what Daniel? 
Nothing. It's Absolutely a- fucking nothing. Okay, so we cut back to the boy. And then we cut back to the digital push. And now the digital push is pushing into <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Um, and then she walks into the house, right? She's hearing, like, sounds like her name being called. They take a shot at the hallway. And now we digital push in the hallway. Okay, now to, here's to where. reveal. Uh, nothing. Nothing. There's yeah. nothing there. Nothing there. Um, but there is something <gasps> outside. It's the boyfriend. He, the God, the, the demons behind him. Oh, I can see why this is, you think this is the worst scene in the movie now. Yes. And, and <laughs> at this point, at this point in the movie, I'm kind of like, can we just show the fucking monster? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so sick of this shit. Just show. It hasn't been shown it, to It's like, point, it's yeah. not even that I want to see the monster. I just want to see some violence. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes a movie like this needs violence. Yeah. Because... That's what's going to make me scared. And that's, you know, like for people like us who don't really get scared from movies, violence can be that thing that kind of makes the thrill of the movie more exciting to watch. And then they do this. <laughs> they have the guy's neck just get pierced by something. So th- this violence, this PG-13 ass bullshit violence is just a guy suspended in the air. <laughs> where his entire body is replaced with CGI of a dummy that they didn't animate joints onto. So it looks like a jelly man. Yeah, yeah. Being shaken in there. Like that's that's the sound effect they use. It looks like someone practicing and having fun with like a render that they haven't finished yet. Yeah, yeah. Where there's yeah, no yeah. physics and there's yeah. no joints and it's just wiggle. It's a little jelly man. It's a, it's, a, it's a jelly man. It's a jelly man. And also, can I just say real quick because we're gonna talk about the end sequence at this point. This monster, what, eight feet tall, nine feet tall. Important to remember. It is important to remember. He's extreme. He's he's towering over the swing set. Towering over. Yep. yep yeah. Yep. Shaking this guy in the air. What? Five, six feet off the ground. Yeah. Important to remember. And the girl sees this. So her friend has been kidnapped. She still hasn't talked to her Hindu parents about this. She sees this happen. Her boyfriend dies. He gets murdered by this monster. Um, hey, you guys were at an abandoned house where one of your friends had died, like one of your family friends died, and you were the only two people there, and your boyfriend is now dead and has two holes in his neck. Um, you were going to jail. (laughs) (laughs) I don't give a fuck what you told the police. They are taking you to jail. They are going to investigate you for this man's death. There's no shot. There's no shot that this happens to anyone and they are not immediately investigated for murder. You're the only two people there. He's dead now. He has pierced wounds on his fucking body. And you're at an abandoned house with a bunch of jagged, sharp objects laying around. And they're not even considering that you killed this man? At this point, her her boyfriend is dead. Does she go home and tell her mom about what happened and all the things that she's experiencing? Uh, that seems like it, it would be a rational thing to do, so I'm going to say no. She, she sure does not. There was one more thing that I also want to talk about in the realm of this movie trying to get the worst score in in wild dream history she asked the teacher for help and she's like here's what's going on so she finally tells the teacher you know here's the demon that's possessing us right the teacher then does some google researching at the school why at the school that's a great question great um, question I and mean, i'm glad that <laughs> i'm glad you're asking good questions because <laughs> yeah. we need important we need important questions um 
And then she calls her and she's like, all right, so here's what I found. So here, and then just explains the entire demon. <laughs> yeah. She just explains everything. Does it, uh, does she consult an expert? Does she find some kind of religious text that's not available? No, nope. just Google search. Wikipedia. Just the same fucking thing the, the girl could have done. Yep. Also, you didn't her, need to do that because yeah. your mom already knows everything about this fucking demon without Google. So why you didn't just fucking ask her? I don't know. But sure. Her teacher is like, let me tell you something about Hinduism, all right? Check this out. Right. <laughs> let me teach you a little something. Let me teach you all something about it. <laughs> what so do y'all then, even know about Hinduism? So when we finally find out from the mom that the uh, monster will hurt anybody trying to help her, we then get this sequence with the with the teacher. And I, I Daniel, please tell these tell these people about about this bathroom sequence. Cause I was losing my fucking mind <laughs> in the movie theater. <laughs> Uh, yeah, this is a this is definitely an offender of one of our absolute your biggest complaint about uh, the nun too, which was drawing out a sequence way too long. Yeah, uh, this and one repetitive. Yeah, repetitive, same shit. But yeah, this was hilarious and not for not not intentionally. Um, but oh, yeah, no, yeah, actually hilarious. Actually hilarious. Laugh out loud, hilarious. And. It's essentially the teacher goes into a bathroom and there's a light. The light is a timer. It's a timed light. Tick, 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 and it'll eventually go off. One of those turn past 10 turns on. Once the timer runs out, the light goes off. Exactly. And the teacher is in there to just... There's no reason other than to be in the bathroom for this scene. Correct. She just has her... She doesn't wash her hands. Nothing. not really. Not that I'm saying you have to show her taking a piss. I'm not saying that. <laughs> right. But from what from the cuts that were made, it looked like she went into this bathroom and looked into the mirror, and that's it. To just a uh, sigh, you know, whatever. So she has turned this dial on again. When this dial, it, it's like a timer. It ticks, ticks, ticks. It will eventually turn off. Correct. There's actually no need for you, as a human being, to move the dial to turn it off. It's going to turn off. What's so important about this, that is the purpose of the dial. Mm-hmm. It's the... I'm going to calm down. <laughs> the purpose of these dials, these do exist in the world. The purpose of these dials is so you can turn the dial to turn the light on, and then the dial will automatically turn the light off so that you don't have to and you won't waste electricity or whatever else, and the light will be turned off. Mm-hmm. That's the purpose of the dial. That's the purpose of it. No one expects you to turn the dial off manually. No one gives. No one fucking cares. Mm-hmm. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. That's the purpose <laughs> of the dial. Mm-hmm. Okay, damn. Continue. Now, she she breaks this purpose. She decides, I'm different. I'm not like other girls, okay? <laughs> she says, fuck a dial. I'm in control of my life. She turns the dial to turn the uh, light off. Unnecessarily. And then we get this quick little, little <laughs> reptile crawly sound. Again, another thing I really hated about the monster was the sound it made. It was literally just like a reptile. It, it sounded like, like a dinosaur. It sounded like a dinosaur mixed with like a transformer. Like this like. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because it was like making like. Yeah, wham. very digital engine almost. Like, <laughs> anyways, 
horrible. And she's like, huh? And turns the dial back on. And then she's like, hmm, I should turn it back off. <laughs> Maybe, hmm, turns it off and then it's staring at her right behind her. And then she turns the light back on. At this point, I look over to Daniel and I say, because remember, earlier we said I, we tried to make fun of the movie during the movie and mm-hmm. the movie wouldn't let us. Because I looked at Daniel and I said, wouldn't it be so funny? <laughs> wouldn't it be so funny if they did this again? <laughs> if they did it again. Because you know rule of three for comedy. Right. Wouldn't it be so funny if they did this again where she unnecessarily turns the <laughs> dial back off with for no for no reason at all? And nothing happens, but the monster is behind her, and then she just turns the light back on. Wouldn't that be so funny? And then what happens, Daniel? She turns it off again. <laughs> <laughs> but, wait, but, this time, but this time the monster attacks, right? Uh, it's funny you should ask. No. But then what does she do? Just turn the light back on? Yes. Lights back on, and... <laughs> Not only that, but another comedic part of this... Okay, you got your rule threes. You got you you got your. Wouldn't it be funny if? Oh my god, this she fucking actually did it. So you get that, but you turn it off once and you heard. You turn it off twice and you saw something in the mirror going. But the third time you did it, nothing happened. So you're like, oh, I'm just going crazy. Those other two didn't mean shit. So I'm really glad we spent twelve <laughs> minutes doing this. <laughs> yeah. So thirty minutes later, the scene is over. <laughs> And and then we get this is the most egregious uh, cut from the action yeah, yeah. sequence of the so movie. yeah so then the, they just have all of the basically it's just the 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 main character is sitting with her mom at a table talking about what happened that's all that's happening very boring exposition D- triple exposition we've already been explained this <laughs> by the the girl who had the jar at the beginning we've also been explained this by the teacher and now we're being explained it again by the mom so mm. very unnecessary dialogue. Every single time the monster is about to attack the teacher, they cut away back to the conversation. Yep. Action about to happen, cut away. Action about to happen, cut away. Cut away. Yeah, so you're going back this and forth. PG ass fucking, I'm afraid of violence fucking, don't show the gore bullshit that just makes your movie fucking bad. Horrible. It's like. Horrible. Like literally community made fun of this like during the, um, the heist movie where he's like. Here's the plan. And then they all lean in and just starts whispering. And then Jeff goes, Abed, what did I tell you? You can't just lean in and start whispering. The, no one's cutting away. He's like, okay, fine. Here's the actual plan. And then they cut away. It's, like, <laughs> it's literally yeah, like yeah. that bit. It's like, yeah, you yeah. know, you. Ugh, it's just, it's so bad. It's so bad. And it literally got to a point where like the monster is like pushing itself through a, like a shower curtain and it's like get, it's like really in uh, trying to amplify the suspense because the monster's silhouette is now being fully formed. You know, you haven't really seen the monster a whole lot. It's, it's like invisible at this time. And it's like start you're starting to see the form of the monster and starts to like cut to close ups of the shower curtain, like ding, ding, and like breaking the hooks that are keeping it up. It's like, oh, oh, oh. and they're building up the suspense <gasps> and then they cut away. It's like I'm like, <laughs> dude, no fucking way. No way. It's so bad, guys. It's so egregious. Like, like when you said like this, like made for TV. Like that's what this is reminding me of. It's like no, like like PG thirteen. Yeah, that's bad enough. But I think you're right. Like this gives off the vibe of made for TV. Like we can't show anything. It's, yeah, because exactly. this is for the fucking. This is for FX to pick up and play yep. on their fucking movie days or whatever. Like exactly. It's not just the acting. Yeah, the ac- 
acting is straight to TV shit, but it's the way the movie is made. It is straight to TV. Ass- yeah. This like- director was so afraid of violence. It's insane. And you know what? I understand. I, I'll, if I had to guess, I would say it's so that this movie can still be marketed in India, can still be marketed in, you know, Asian cultures where they don't allow, you know, h- harsh violence in movies and yeah. stuff like that. Okay, fine. Like, okay, if that's the only reason that you're doing this, but look at how many movies that you're like, hey, did you know that these scenes were cut out of this movie because to, so that it can be sold in China? Like, yeah, like you can do that, but they don't do that. And then we get the end of the movie, um, which, the, thank God. It, which took forever to get which to. took forever to get to. The whole ending in the movie is is very cringe because you know you have the character the main character is like I'm not afraid of you anymore and then she starts like saying the uh, the prayer that she's supposed to say which by the way the uh, girl from the beginning tried to tell her about this prayer and she was like that's when she slapped the fucking jar out of her hand uh, <laughs> and again she could have learned about this prayer way earlier on if she just asked somebody who's Hindu who speaks the language that the the prayers in but script uh, says no but the script says script no says no. So now she's like, I'm not afraid of you anymore. (laughs) And then she starts saying it. And the guy's like, okay. Like the demon's like, I like looks at his watch. He's like, is this all (laughs) all, you came here to do this? And she's like, I mean, yeah. (laughs) And then she's like, okay, now I'm scared again because it's not working. And it's like, yeah, dumb bitch. Your fucking mom told you that this, you can't just walk in and do this. Like she told you that she's like, you can't just walk in there and just beat him one v one. Like that's not how it works. That's fact. She, She did say that. So she's like, well, I got a plan. I'm going to go find my friend who's probably dead. And if my friend who was supposed to die tonight is still alive for some reason, which I don't know for a fact, then I'll survive. Great decision. Great decision making. God forbid you get there and your friend has already died and you don't have anybody supporting you. And your mom told you you have a zero percent chance of defeating this monster by yourself. Okay, so. She goes there. How convenient her friend is alive. Now, it's even it's even more egregious because I'm pretty sure it's it's not her searching for a friend. The monster like throws her into the door of the basement and she crashes through it and falls down the stairs. And then she's like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like tomorrow su- surprised <laughs> to find her friend because yeah, she's like yeah. hiding in the basement. So she doesn't even know exactly. that it's there. She it's just like, knows the monsters in the house. She doesn't know her friend is there. Yeah. So. <laughs> How convenient for her again. <laughs> now, here's where we get to some of the ri- like, okay, here's some good parts of this monster, here's some bad parts. The good part of this monster is when they finally reveal the monster, I'm like, this is the reveal. I'm like, you guys have already shown quite a bit of the monster at this point, but this is the reveal. The part I liked about this monster is when they zoomed in on its like f- flesh, I guess, or like the bone structure, it looks like it's like made up of souls. Like it's like people's face, like screaming faces is like the makeup of its bone structure. That's cool and all. I, you know, I thought that was interesting and and well put together. Does it make up for the fact that this character, this creature is now just reptile from Mortal Kombat? No, because (laughs) this creature, when we kept, we like, you guys were like, oh, I thought this was a paranormal movie. You're calling it a demon. You're calling it a monster, 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 monster. We said monster a million times. So this is a monster and not a demon. And this monster, instead of being a demon who is omnipresent and has demon capabilities, is just a monster that can turn invisible. 
Yeah. And when it turns invisible, she's like, take this sand to the face. And it reveals the monster, not just the parts where the sand hit it, but now the whole monster's like silhouette is seen. Yeah. As if it's like a video game character when you go invisible, but you still have to see your character. So they make you like Uh transparent. (laughs) Like that's what it looks like. And it's so fucking bad. This reveal was like, again, it's like you can't make fun of it. You can't even make fun of the movie because then it just makes fun. It does it. It does it. It makes fun of it. That's what I said earlier. I I teased and I said, trust me, the reveal for this invisible shit is makes it even worse. This is it. It's just like he has a button on his suit that can turn him invisible. Which it's like, okay, well, if you can do that, why do you ever let people see you? Honestly. And I I don't understand. And then. And I told Dave, I was like, he's fucking predator. He's just a predator. Like, what the fuck? And then he's like five, nine, by the way. Yeah. He's the same (laughs) height as the girl. He's the same height as the girl. It doesn't make any sense. It's like earlier he was invisible and he could choke the the boy to death and just shake his body until his bones fall out, I guess, because he just turns him into a jelly man. But now you can like, you're like struggling to swipe at this little girl and she's like not that fast honestly right. it was just right. so it was like this power differential so fucking bad they finally okay her and her friend are holding hands and saying the prayer like they did when they were kids and then she's like the power of friendship a vessel and then a she vessel. inhales the monster and she's the vessel now some more bad cgi the god awful cgi the, the like literally as bad as her. like goosebumps yeah. like the original goosebumps tv show oh like, yeah that fucking bad um, horrible, horrible, terrible ending sequence, terrible exposition, terrible showing everything that we've seen in the movie already, terrible mm-hmm. character decisions, and the monster reveal was so fucking disappointing. Very disappointing. Now you're probably if you're listening and you haven't if you haven't seen the movie, you're probably like, okay, which you haven't, <laughs> you, yeah. Which and I I advise you to keep it that way. The you're probably like, okay, so that's the end, huh? No, 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 no. Because they were like, you know what? At this point, <laughs> Wild Dream's probably going to give us a one. Uh huh. We can't stand for that. We can't stand for that. So we get a title card. <laughs> title card. Title, and it says some very important information. This is extremely, extremely important. Extremely important. It says one, one year, year later. later. Um, now, always the, of to- <laughs> course, they are immediately talking about how they are now celebrating the holiday that was being celebrated at the very beginning of the movie. Uh-huh. So we could have guessed that it's one year later because most right. holidays are y- yearly. <laughs> right, right. As as one holiday is. As one holiday <laughs> is. Um <laughs> One, but good, but, one but, annual later. But if you had not said, <laughs> if you had not said one year later, I'd be like, what the fuck? What the fuck is going on? The I don't teacher's really hair is long now? <laughs> <laughs> this is insane. She just had short hair. She just had short Where hair. Where are her scars? Where are her scars? <laughs> <sighs> so bad. And then at the end of the movie, you get a close up of shallow death center frame of the main character with her forehead cut off and her <laughs> neck showing. It's like not at all portrait configuration, uh, shot composition and, um, her, it just cuts back and forth between her and her friend on the exact same shot. That's fucking God awful. And then she's like, don't worry. This demon will never, ever, ever, ever get out. That's never <laughs> going to happen. This demon is under control. But how do these movies always end? Ending shot, she gets all scared. Her friend's not there anymore. She just starts getting all scared, and then a tear falls from her eye. <gasps> the they, demon did, is, they didn't defeat the they monster. Didn't defeat they didn't it. defeat it. Oh my! How could I have 
possibly fucking guessed <laughs> that the demon wasn't defeated. It's not like oh that was what God. I was expecting after you said it will never, ever, 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 ever happen again. I swear. <laughs> I swear. Triple dog dare. Triple dog pinky dare. Promise. Pinky promise. Cross my heart. Hope to, to die. die. Blood oath. Cut my hand open. You cut your hand open. We trade AIDS. And we yeah. shake on it. Spit swear. Spit swear. Oh. And we come back in 40 years <laughs> if it is a death. <laughs> <laughs> that was another movie I thought of. I was like, okay, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> I was like, in chapter two, it wasn't this bad. I mean, right, guy. Uh, anyways, rewatch um, that one though. You'll change your mind. I was about right? to say, <laughs> at least, at least this one was an hour and forty minutes. Like that, like that's the real. Th- it's like this movie sucked for only an hour and forty minutes. That's true. It chapter two sucked for two hours. Two plus. hours plus. They can suck my ass. Um, <laughs> Um, so yeah, so movies, yeah. movies done. Movies done. Uh, my they've offended us in every way possible. Uh, they they went down the checklist, said, "Take this, motherfuckers." Yeah, my least favorite part of this movie was the scene of the the boy getting killed. Mm-hmm. My favorite part of this movie, the one thing that I thought was done well throughout the whole movie, was the color palette, the color grading. My least favorite part of the movie was that it was boring from opening to close. This one, I maybe zero. It's giving maybe zero. I'm gonna uh, maybe a point. No, I'm lying. I'm lying if I give it a point. Anything. I really am. I really am. Right. I like. I actually. It's a. It. It wasted my time. It wasted my time. It was this bad is, and boring. There's nothing redeemable about this movie. I'm giving this movie a zero. Zero. Even the color palette, like David's right, like the color grading actually does look nice, but it's also, it looks nice in the, like, as in, it, it looks nice, but it's not something you've never seen before. It's not original. It's not fun, new. Yeah, that's true. It's just good. It's, it's one just singular te- technically that was solid. just pasted yeah. over all of the footage. Technically um, solid, but it looks like every, I mean, it looked like Bird Box. Bird Box had the same color corrections. So, that's true. So it's very similar just, grading to, to Bird Box. Anyways, this nothing redeemable for this for me. I, I'm serious. This is one of, not the worst horror movies. This is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. And I would, again, I would have walked out if uh, we didn't have to watch the whole thing and record and have the podcast and said, I would have walked out. You guys know me. I'm a whole number guy. I'm going to give this one a none out of 10. This is a first. Wow. This is the first time I've ever given a movie a zero. Did you, give, you didn't give Possession a zero? I gave it a one. Insane. Because that alien thing was sick. And I'm t- I'm telling you, like I watched this movie, bro. Oh my god, I'm I'm just now remembering this because Uh-oh. of how bad the score is. The the alien monster creature in possession, another example of a better done monster <laughs> than this movie. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Isn't that crazy? You know how they did it too? They shot that monster in the dark, like every fucking movie knows how to do. Yep. Anyways, um. That's two That's fat zeros. Two fat zeros. You heard it here first. What a freaking banger of an episode. We've got two movies that have received at least one zero in the Halloween spooktacular two months of horror. This is why we got to bring you two months, guys. This is why we <laughs> need to bring you two months. We said, we said last week it's going to get spookier and scarier from here. When what we meant by that was <laughs> the movies are so spooky scary. <laughs> Bad. <laughs> <laughs> Scarily bad. But you know what? I think what we're going to do here, 
is I'm going to give you the first ever spooktacular guarantee part two spooky segment. Stick around. See you soon. Welcome back to part two of this episode of the Halloween spooktacular two months of horror. Do you remember when I guaranteed? I remember. Well, guess what? I'm I'm bringing it. Okay, this is the first official non this bullshit movie related <laughs> uh, Halloween segment of the Halloween spooktacular. We talked a lot about horror movie monsters today and I just want to remember some of the all-time greats and and to do so I have created a little tournament here oh so this is a little tournament where I'm going to give Daniel the name of horror movie villains and he needs to decide who is going to win these one-on-one matchups now here is some of the criteria you want to think about who you actually think would win in a fight Based on power levels, but also who has a better movie and or franchise. <laughs> okay. Okay. So that, so that, of course, so, oh, this character is extremely OP, but this other guy, you know, 12 movies, whatever. Right. Okay. So that, that can be part of your decision. So you can go straight, just strength power if you want to, or you can be like, I prefer this movie. I want this character to, to move on. They deserve it. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. All right. So the number, the, tournament begin. the number one seed who has autom- automatically been moved on to the next round based on the uneven matchups is Michael Myers. He's going to be in the second round. Okay. I would have had him out in the first, but yeah. Two each you don't one. know that. You don't know that. <laughs> you don't know that. <laughs> but, who, do you, who do you beat out? Uh, Rob Zombie's Michael Myers. <laughs> Dude, I, I literally could have. I literally could have separated. Anyways. Okay, here we go. Mike Myers, the actor. Is so awesome. the first matchup. I actually think this is a good matchup. Okay. The first matchup is the Smile Monster. Uh, the Smile Being. Smile Being. Versus Freddy Krueger. Freddy Krueger. Better. Just better. Better. <laughs> he's better. I like his character design more. I like the fact that he's only in your dreams, which gives him this kind of cool little shield power type thing. It's kind of a sleuthy. It's like stealth versus, you know, I like that. He has this cool little force field of being in your dreams. And uh, I think he I, I think it's I like a, a nice character that has a bunch of quips <laughs> that has a bunch of fuck you, <laughs> you know, that is why true. I like Chucky, you know, it's so just he, funny. I agree. I think he's got a good combination of a high power level. Cause he's also like a immortal being type of guy. Yeah. But also has much better dialogue <laughs> than the smile monster. Mm-hmm. Okay. Freddie moving on next matchup alien from alien. Versus the nun from the nun, uh, aka Valak. Uh, yeah, give me, uh, give me alien. Alien is it because alien's not a religious figure, so the nun has can't kill him for whatever. Reason? <laughs> uh, it's because I don't see alien getting beat by uh, Thaisa Farmiga. Oh, true. 
Um, and it takes an actual or, strong or, woman character and <laughs> one right? of the gouts. Uh, I also don't think, yeah, the nun is going to ultimately, right in the Conjuring universe, it's going to get beat by two grifters. Fuck that. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we. True. So, Plus yeah. Alien, much more respectable franchise, for sure. Also, Alien, better at camouflaging. That's also true. <laughs> the nun, the nun is, like, is always in a dark corner. Always. Always. Okay, where is she in this room? Dark corner right dark there. Dark corner right there. Yeah, she's right there. Easy. Hey, nun, I see you. <laughs> hey. She's like, uh, uh no, uh, someone else. Your face is white. <laughs> Your face is white. <laughs> oh, shit. Fuck. I gotta stop putting this makeup on. <laughs> All right. So the alien is moving on. Woo. Next is Bagul. Oh, baby. Versus The Thing from The Thing. Oh, shit. Both characters who win in the end. Mm-hmm. So that's important. I mean, I gotta go The Thing. I gotta go The Thing. Again, it's all about camouflage. The fact that the thing can be literally any one or any biological creature yeah. in general. I mean, it's just uh, you know. Whereas Bagul, uh, Bagul's powerful. Don't get me wrong. Right. Don't get me wrong. Impossible uh, to capture Bagul. But Bagul like is like, yeah. I get. I make a little kid army. They're kids. I guess if Bagul, I think here's why. Here's why how I feel about it. Whoever has to do the chasing is gonna is the loser. If the thing has to seek out Bagul to defeat him to start the fight, he's gonna lose because he's not gonna be capable. It's it's not gonna be capable. But if Bagul has to seek out the thing to try and find it to kill it, the Bagul's gonna lose. It's not gonna he's not gonna be capable. But I, I get where your point is. You're the one who's determining this. So the thing is moving on. The thing's moving on. But Ghoul's, you know, is a demon. Now, this one, I think this one, I'm glad that this was generated this way because I think this is a, a fair matchup because both of these characters are human beings. Okay? Oh. Um, and I think that what I'll do for both of these characters, because both of these characters are actually multiple human beings based on their franchises. Okay. And I will say they're everything. Like, all of the different versions of them, all of the different people involved in what they do can be included in this decision. Okay? Okay. This is Jigsaw versus Ghostface. Oh, this is not the question for me. You might have to take this one over. You might have to take this matchup over. Because again, you know I'm not a, a Scream guy. So I don't know nothing about it. So... I don't know nothing. The reason why I like this one is because, like I said, so like... Now if it's Ghostface scream. Killer... <laughs> I got Ghostface Killer because he's going to kill Ghostface. Ghostface, it's in the name, bud. <laughs> Big facts. <laughs> and he's going to spit bars while doing it. Uh, both of these characters are, are multiple characters, right? So Jigsaw, you know, is the guy, the Jigsaw character, who is the act the mastermind of all the, the traps and everything. But he has all these different partners that work with him that record different videos. Detective you Hoffman, yeah, Amanda... So so uh, all these people are also Jigsaw. Dr. Gordon. Right? Jigsaw is this entity that exists. Yeah. It's like a, a company. And then, you know. Yeah. <laughs> There's always someone to help at right. any and given point. Ghostface is the same way. Ghostface has been several different murderers, several different people, uh, groups of different people. The first movie, it's two different guys are both Ghostface. Um, the reason that I like this matchup, too, is that both of them are predicated on being smarter than everyone else and tricking people a lot. So, you know, like they're very witty and they have like these different advantages, whatever. I think that 
Jigsaw wins this one solely on the fact that he can kill you without physically overtaking you. Ghostface has to get to you and right. then stab you. Right. Jigsaw can kill you because you walked into the room. Yeah. Which he's literally killed people just by having them walk into a room <laughs> and they get killed by walking in. Right. So I think that aspect of it, the fucking traps aspect, is it's like Ghostface won't even get to Jigsaw before he's That's dead. That's a good point. Jigsaw is essentially, you know, uh, he's Macaulay Culkin in Home Alone. Yeah. And Ghostface is the robbers. I mean, the. Right. You're going to have to go through a rigorous test of traps until eventually you're worn out and you lose. Yep. So, good point. But, of course, the other part of that is Ghostface will have the opportunity, if they mutilate themselves, to survive against Jigsaw. Do they ever? <laughs> Do they ever? <laughs> no. So, I think Jigsaw is going to move on on this round. Uh, the next one. Okay, this is a funny matchup. This was auto-generated, so just so you know. Okay. Predator versus Chucky. <laughs> Predator's molly whopping that dude. Okay, but Predator is molly whopping. Has has Predator ever told a teacher "fuck you, bitch"? No. So Chucky. <laughs> <laughs> so who who do you want to move on? Because this is one where you can't really just do power levels because it's so easy. Per, right. Predator. And we're talking about monsters and you know this and, uh, and horror movie villains really primarily. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, Chucky's the more fun answer. I mean, I'll say that Predator is not, you know, I, I never found it scary. I don't think it's much of a horror, you know, more of a thriller type of character. Yeah, yeah I get that. Um, you know, I like Chucky for this, too, because I feel like Chucky is like undefeatable. You know what I'm saying? He just always gets brought back to life. That's true. Also, Chucky has this feature about him that seems like he could easily just grift like, he seems like he, if he started, like, a little video podcast, he would get a bunch of little incels to, like, just follow every word, and he would create an army. So it's not just Chucky. He has this weird ability to just, like, to create these followers. To manipulate and people yeah. and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So for the sake of the more fun answer, I'm going to go with Chucky. And Chucky's scarier. Now we're going to get... <laughs> I like this one. This one's funny. Jason Voorhees versus the Malignant. Malignant. <laughs> Jason Vordy's nuts. Um, this is a good one. Because <laughs> they're both overpowered in their own right. They're, they're both very overpowered. I haven't seen every Friday the 13th movie. Not every single one. Okay. I've only seen a, a few of them. But my first thought, honestly, is Malignant has like Uzis and shit. <laughs> like, they are like, they're weapons... You know what I'm saying? That whole scene in the precinct, they're going absolutely fucking bonkers. Bo- bozo bonkers. With com- close-to-close combat, fist-fighting combat, guns. Like, their arsenal of weapons is, like, way higher than machete. <laughs> you know? Uh, but... Let me tell you why you're overthinking this. Why am I overthinking this, David? Malignant, at least what we're supposed to understand about them, is... Humanoid. Humanoid. While Jason Voorhees is an undead paranormal monster who is unkillable. Yeah, then I'll go Jason Voorhees. Because when you think about, <laughs> because Jason Voorhees has lots of superpowers. 
They just don't really get talked about. I mean, he can teleport. He can phase. He can, you know, he does, <laughs> he does all kinds of shit. And I'm pretty sure he's been shot right in the face with a shotgun. And he's just like, cute. He's like, ouch. Uh, yeah, Jason But that would be a fun one because you have someone very, It'd be like, a fun fight, at least. It'd be, yeah, it'd be a fun fight because you have someone who's just a pure brute. And just as soon as they get a hold of you, you're just going to rip your fucking head off mm-hmm. but versus somebody who's very elusive and can like <laughs> fling around like a monkey be a lot like the mountain better at, versus better the viper parkour exactly exactly and right when malignant thinks they got jason on the ropes he's just gonna roll over pop the fucking head <laughs> you're done for that's right um next one the boogeyman from the boogeyman of this year <laughs> okay versus leatherface give me leatherface boogeyman solo leatherface has a whole family of Hick lunatics. That's true. And way better movies for sure. Way better movies, and th- some of them are actual dog shit. So that goes to you know, just saying. That's that is that is also true. But um, yeah, you just have a higher support system, and I think the boogeyman predicates upon fear, and they don't seem like very scared people. That's true. I didn't even think about that. The boogeyman is preying on grief and fear. And you, this Leatherface is just a psychomaniac who feels nothing. Right. And just kills at will and will just keep killing and not think about it while Boogeyman hesitates like a little bitch. Mm-hmm. All right. Moving on to round two. Round two. So now we've got Fight. Freddy versus Michael Myers. Oh, my gosh. And Michael Myers, our number one seed. He got moved on to the second round automatically. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go Michael on this one. You can't, you can't. And if you get into Michael Myers' dreams, you are in more danger than he is. Right. <laughs> You're right. No, I really do. If think you look it's at like what this Uno man reverse does, card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, you came in to get, and it turns around, and it's like, no, I'm gonna stab you to death now. Now I'm gonna. Yeah, take good luck, your, bud. Like, right. I don't even want to be in here, but you have at it. And, and but also, it's just Freddy's based on fear too. He's That's another thing. He, he he uses fear. As a weapon, for sure, and mm-hmm. you're not scaring Michael Myers. You're not scaring Michael Myers, and Michael Myers has gotten significantly more powerful throughout the years. Throughout oh, yeah. the series, yeah, movies. The and newest it's like, ones are just literally he's just a god. Yeah, yeah it's ridiculous. It's, it's insane. So, uh, yeah. Um, All right, Michael Mikey. Michael Myers is moving out. Hey, Mikey, Mikey Myers. So now we've got. Last time I saw you, you were this tall. Yeah, wait, look at you now. Uh, why the long face? Yeah, come here. Let me uh, give you a nuggie. <laughs> Mikey. Mikey. <laughs> Let me give you a little nuggie. Uh, now we've got the alien from Alien uh-huh. versus the thing from The Thing. Oh, my gosh. That's a really good matchup. That is a good matchup. And, you know, it's complete opposites. The Thing is something that was always on the planet Earth. You know, it was frozen in ice mm-hmm. in, in the Arctic, uh, while Alien is not from Earth. Which I think is goes into play. They both start their movies pregnant. That's a big part. <laughs> I mean, it's like it's kind of like uh, these these actual sports teams who just play so well at home and can't win a road game, or vice versa. Yeah, and it's like this matters. So was this fight taking place on Earth? Because the things like this, is my turf, bruh. But and then does it, the alien count as a biological creature? Right? Do mm-hmm. they? You know, is that something the thing could replicate? Because if so, it's an even fight. Yeah. But who knows? But also, yeah, Alien is going to have, again, it's just going to have a squad. It's just going to have I do think the Alien's going to have more combat capabilities for sure. Yeah. You know, the thing isn't really known for fighting things. Also, it's afraid of fire. I'm sure the, wait, is Alien afraid of fire too? I think they're both. I believe so. Fire 
they're both water-based uh, creatures. <laughs> water-based. Yeah, because they get hurt by fire. There's just something so metal about the thing that it just, once it gets in you, it can just... <laughs> yeah, that's true. Rip you apart from the inside. It's Which very, is also what Alien does. It very, gets inside of you and then... It's very peri- parasitic. But, yeah. Um, this one's a toss-up. You might have to make the call on this one. You know I, what? I'm, I'm going to go Alien from Alien. Alien from Alien, says Dave. Now we have Jigsaw versus Chucky. Give me... Well, let's talk about it. Let's okay. talk about it. Because... Chucky is... Chucky's been mutilated. paranormal. In- he is a little paranormal. He's got a little demonology in there. He's also been mutilated multiple times. So if you're asking Chucky to mutilate himself to get out of a trap. Oh, yeah, that's very true. If he's like, like, hey, cut your eyeball out, he'll be like, ugh, and just pull it right out. He won't give a fuck. Yeah. He'll get out of every scene. Oh, God, I can't see. I'm fucking with you. (laughs) I'm fucking with you. It's plastic. Now, where are you at? So, yeah, I don't know. Um, I think that's such a good point, though, is that when you think about the actual killing of Jigsaw, like the way that Jigsaw kills... And his, like, traps and then, like, all this stuff. I mean, obviously, Chucky fits the mold. He's a serial killer. But, man, there there's not a single saw trap that he wouldn't just fucking rough that shit. Right, right. Just do it. Yeah. You're not playing with mortal flesh here. You're, you're, you're playing with uh, not even flesh and also an immortal spirit. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. And if he gets a hold of Jigsaw, he's just going to put his soul into Jigsaw's body. Yeah, which kind of lame one to choose, but <laughs> a cancer <laughs> cancer yeah. soul who's dead. Uh, they really fucked up by killing him off. And <laughs> uh, yeah, I I do but, think that yeah. like when you talk about having to get to Jigsaw to have to kill him, like that's the hardest part, right? Mm-hmm. I think Chucky has the best shot he at does. doing that because he he's he's little and he's he just like runs around and can't see him. Right. Yeah, give me Chucky. All right, we're taking Chucky over Jigsaw. Uh, the next one we have Jason Voorhees versus Leatherface. Uh, yeah, I think I think Leatherface meets his match in this one. Yeah. Um, I, I because you're talking about two brutes, so who's going to outbrute? It's going to be Jason. A hundred percent. I think that the the only argument you have here is that when you have a being like Jason, that dismemberment is probably a a, a viable combat. Solution, yeah, like you against know? Jason. Yeah. yeah, it's like oh, we just cut his arms off and legs off, and that's something that Leatherface could do with his chainsaw. But at the same time, I mean, what's stopping Jason from just grabbing the blade of the chainsaw and then just pulling it out of his hands? Right, and just like oh, you cut into my hand, that's fine. Exactly, uh, he's just gonna outbrute him. He's just gonna outbrute him. Yeah, because Leatherface again, he's uh, you know the chainsaw is the real weapon. He's obviously strong. He's a big guy. But he's not as big as Jason, and he's not as in shape as Jason. Jason's, like, kind of a fucking brick house tank. Yeah. And Leatherface is chubby as fuck, you know, at least some of his iterations, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah. He's a big Um, house. Yeah, he's a big, like, come over here. He's just a a fucking dumb hake. (laughs) (laughs) All right. They said that to him. Add a lunch. (laughs) Add a lunch. (laughs) All right, so Jason is moving on. So now we have Michael Myers... Versus Alien from Alien. This one's interesting. This is such a weird matchup. It is a weird matchup because you like on one hand you want to say Alien from Alien is a fucking alien creature. <laughs> yeah. But then also Alien gets defeated by humans in the movie. Like that's right. the whole point. Right. 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 So it's like okay, well if a human can beat you in combat, why couldn't Michael Myers? 
But then it's like, well, they get killed by like a fucking flamethrower and grenade launchers and shit, not knives. Right. That's so, a good point. So yeah. I don't know. I don't the, know. The, 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 the weapons, the arsenal for, for Michael Myers are not there. But, and you also, you know, the alien is so fucking fast. That's true too. Mike, just, well, Michael Myers can teleport. Michael Myers can teleport, but he's, he's very slow. I don't care slow. what they say. He's, he can teleport. He's slow in pursuit, but that's where he makes up for it. He's like, actually, I'm in front of you. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Fuck So, uh, you know, yeah. Uh, but yeah, you're talking about, I mean, it's got to come down to this, though, right? It's got to come down to one dies and one doesn't. <laughs> I mean, am I wrong? Oh, you mean like the alien can die? The alien while can Michael die. Myers has not been killed by anyone, in, no matter how hard in they try. Twenty-eight movies, yeah. I mean, right. That is true. I mean, he got set, it, it, trapped in a cell under a house that was burning, and he just walked out. <laughs> He's like, not me. <laughs> I'm a little different. You got the wrong one. You, you got, got the, the right, right one. <laughs> <laughs> I like Michael Myers for this because I'm a I'm biased. He's the I think he deserves the number one seed for what he's been able to do as a character who is supposed to be just be a human being. I don't know. Let, let's have Taylor break this tie here. Taylor. Yeah. Tiebreaker: Michael Myers versus Alien from the Alien. Michael, Michael Myers, Myers is the decision from Taylor. Michael Myers moving on to the finale. Oh, so now we have Jason Voorhees <laughs> versus Chucky. This will determine who is facing Michael Myers in the finale. Chucky. E- that quick. <laughs> that- I'm, totally, I'm totally kidding. Bro, fucking Chucky's getting yeeted into the fucking mood. Yeah. It's not even going to, I mean, come on now. Yeah. You I mean, got it. Yeah. Now, he'll probably say something really funny. Yeah. While getting, Most definitely. While getting fucking turned into a pretzel and, you know. Yeah. I'll probably call him Jason Voorhees. Like, yeah, you're boring me. <laughs> right. Does he talk? <laughs> you know, whatever. He's gonna What's make fun of that fucking mess. <laughs> What's that? You're fucking ugly. <laughs> You're uglier than I am, and that's saying something. Keep the keep the hockey mask on. <laughs> I get the mask now. I understand. <laughs> I understand. Keep that on. You're making everyone uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> you had a pretty good Chucky impression. Yeah. Right? I ain't gonna lie. Uh, but yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, come on. Chucky is very fortunate. He got here because of matchups. Not be- <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Wow. This is sports. This is sports. We know how this goes. Sometimes it's all about the matchups. All right? But when you meet your match. But when you meet your match, it is a 4-0 sweep. This is the Denver Nuggets to the Lakers. Look, the Lakers got some nice matchups. Good for you. Get swept, bitch. Denver Nuggets in four. Give me Jason Voorhees in one. Chucky, you're getting yeeted. <laughs> <laughs> yeeted into the moon. And yeeted into the finales goes Jason Voorhees versus our number one seed, Michael Myers. Two absolute legends Mm. in the slasher industry. Two absolute brutes with a long history. And, fun fact, their movies are extremely related. The creation of Friday the 13th was predicated on the idea of making a movie like Halloween, but with gore. That's why the creators of the movie, that's how they started the seed that grew into Friday the 13th. Of course, the first movie is not Jason Voorhees. It's it's uh, his his mom. His mom. But regardless, the franchise was born. So two characters, very similar. They wear masks. They don't talk. They're brutes. They can teleport. They are seemingly unkillable. 
and they both have accomplished feats that should they should never have. This is this is the matchup, right? This is, really is the matchup. Um, uh, two. This fight could go on forever. It could because they'll never kill each other. Exactly. This and might be a double KO situation, man. I think that what it, it will really come down to for this fight is that on paper, Michael Myers is a human being, and Jason Voorhees is not. Mm-hmm. That's that's the only thing. That's the only like leeway someone, someone, I give to Jason is that he's an undead, you know, z- yeah. zombie. Zombie. Someone needs to tell. Someone needs to tell the scriptwriters for these fucking Halloween movies that Michael Myers is human. <laughs> that's true. It's I mean, a little. To out be of fair, head. at the end of the most recent one, she's like, they think that he's human, but we haven't seen any evidence of that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, ah, oh, kind of true. Just giving themselves a loophole for anything to get wacky. That's true. Um, but yeah, I, do we I, do it like a luchador match? Like if one of them loses their mask, they can't ever fight again. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, right. Man, I, I don't know. What, what I again, I'm not familiar enough with the Jason movies, the Friday 13th, the 13th of Friday movies. Like are, are there any weaknesses they point out with him? Is there anything they're like I I mean, I haven't seen Jason in Space and I haven't <gasps> seen Jason take Manhattan, Manhattan. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. It usually seems like the person who gets away at the end of the movie is just the person who ran far enough away. Yeah. You know, and then they just get killed at the beginning of the next movie almost every time. So not really in terms of weaknesses, not really. But then like Michael Myers, same thing. You know, they 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 corner him at the end of his movie and they all just start beating the fuck out of him with crowbars and baseball bats. And he just grabs that shit and just slits all their throats in like one fell swoop. And then he's just fine. Like there's a lot of shit that happens to Michael Myers. He should be dead and he's not. Yeah, he always does the Undertaker <laughs> fucking gets up out of the coffin type move. Yeah. I, I don't know. Um, this one is an absolute toss-up. Two unkillable brutes uh, who defy f- the laws of physics and reality uh, to get what they need to get. This is true. I'm and gonna so I'm going to double KO. <laughs> no, uh, we talked about what goes into this. And something we haven't mentioned is the quality of the movies. So give me Michael Myers. There you guys have it. We hope you enjoyed this Halloween spooktacular spooky segment. Write us in. Let us know if you think we were wrong about some of these matchups. Who do you think should have won the tournament? Yeah. Who did we and leave if, out of the who tournament? Who did we leave out? Who did we leave out that should have had a chance at the title? Maybe we'll do a whole nother tournament with a whole nother set of horror movie villains. We'll see. Thank you guys for tuning in. You can reach us to give us all of your thoughts on this movie. You can give us all your thoughts on the tournament at Wild Dream Pod, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. In fact, you can email us at wilddreampod at gmail.com. That's right. Maybe we'll read Send us your some own of tournament. your maybe we'll read some of your letters and reviews. Yep. We'll give you a shout out. And if you leave us a five-star review, we'll read it on the pod. And if you tell all your friends and family and everyone you meet on the street about the pod, we'll love you even more. That's right. But until then, all we can do is spook ya. Moo. <laughs> <laughs>